This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I am your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Paid the ultimate price, but is now immortalized in a statue of ice. Solder Bill Day. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Oh, Solder Bill Day is immortalized in yes. ice. That is yes. true. Gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of forgotten and, can, and confused Frog for gotten. someone else. Forgotten. Yeah. Forgotten for sure. There's an ice sculpture of a different version of salt. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, we've got Emily Axford. Bonded with a duck with a blaze of luck. Calliope Petrichor. Yes. Ooh, rocking that Sick new sword new look. I love my new sword so much I broke my umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> cool sword summer. We're here for it. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Saul Buffo. No, no, no. Here for a stint. It's Trent Bent. And if you don't like it, you can suck my vent. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like that sound. <laughs> well, that's you know what you can do if you didn't like it. Yeah. I can I, suck his vents. Yeah. I laid it out very clearly. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if anyone forgot that buttholes were vents, uh, let's go and do a little recap. Uh, so last time, you investigated the Shiver Blight Horde after saving it from mercenaries. Uh, there you found a thick stack of bounties, amongst which was the mysterious egg that Callie had given away to Glenn. Uh, you also found one for the Helm of Ultras, a giant mm. conqueror, uh, and were able to locate the item behind the ice of the lair. Uh, Calder put it on and began hearing a voice telling him to help reclaim Bohemia for the giants. Right. Uh, Callie cast protection from good and evil on him, allowing him to remove it, but he's looking a little gaunt without it. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> she needs the- more spaghetti. Yeah. I Just- mean, anything that gives you withdrawal is something to go for. Right. <laughs> Callie, when's the last time you hit your vape? <laughs> 
I think we have to keep on. I'm currently vaping. <laughs> I look like a dragon with how much smoke is coming out of me. <laughs> uh, in the messenger's quarters, you found a stack of correspondence with the other elven factions. Uh, you learned that the blue dragon elves were attempting to hunt down void elves and punish people that were hiding them. Uh, you also learned that the green elves were holding a secret meeting with other factions behind the blue's back. This is happening in two days at the old red dragon elf lair. Mm. Um, after collecting the information, you headed back to the Shiverblight Fort to report your victory against the mercenaries and to lie about Calder's death. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the deception worked, and you joined a funeral procession back to her lair. Um, meanwhile, Calder... It's really like a parade. It was right. a parade. It was a, a great frog dirge. Beautiful thing to behold. Um, Calder uh, witnessed a strange interaction while hiding in the woods. Uh, Galcard and a few of the cold elves were conspiring with elves in black masks. Based on the context, uh, Calder was able to assume that the mysterious elves were not actually void elves, but involved somehow with Glenn's order. Uh, Callie theorized that the green elves could be pretending to be void elves to sow discord amongst the blues without exposing themselves to retribution. Uh, back at the Shiverblight lair, the princess gifted Callie and Saul some treats. Callie got a Lux Saber and Saul a Cloak of Displacement uh, after a strange lie about being married. <laughs> You are able to avoid pledging yourself to he the princess. He is my lady and I am his lord. <laughs> I am her lady. She is my lord. Um, and you bid uh, the princess Shiverblight goodbye. Pray do not divide us. <laughs> before rejoining Calder and later Elzor at the top of the mountain. There was a beautiful wedding. Our hands were bound in the finest of silks. There Elzor revealed that they were part of the deep elf royal family by way of bonding with Igneous, the daughter of the queen Umberspore, leader of the deep elves. Uh, you traveled through the cave uh, via Dragonel and met the queen, who promptly sent Elzor off to their quarters for disobeying her, but invited you in for a feast after learning that you saved Igneous. And that's where we are now. Uh, so, the queen, this giant lumbering cave dragon, um, leads you into this massive stone castle covered in bioluminescent fungi. Uh, there is a huge table in the middle of the room made for accommodating dragons and elves. So the tables literally have these huge carved out bowls on the side that act as like troughs for the dragons. Um, and then there are... Pock up in front of a trough. <laughs> I'm hungry enough for a trough as well. Oh, very bold, very bold. I like that. I like to float in my soup. <laughs> all, all I've eaten today is frozen goat. Come, pull, pull up a trough next to me. Um, you see the queen um, leads you over. I look for over. the sloppiest trough. <laughs> uh, you find a sloppy trough right next to the queen's uh, place at the end of the table. Um, but yeah, it's this beautiful carved stone table. Um, you see a, a bunch of elves are gathering around for dinner and uh, a bunch of other dragons, like young dragons and stuff. Ones that are, you see several here that are like the size of Princess Shiverblight. Like this is a pretty legit powerhouse order here. Um, and as you go and you uh, sit near the queen, you see that there's these little myconids, these um, uh, little mushroom people. Uh, a lot of them are glowing or have like glowing caps. Uh, some of them are guests of the dinner. Some of them look like they work in the castle. And then some mm -hmm. of them are servants. You see a few of them uh, bring over these like little mushroom dishes. Hey, <laughs> you're uh, serving mushrooms? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It, um, 
All right, uh, I eat These one. ones aren't sentient. Uh, you, you eat um, a big meaty cap. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's quite delicious. Uh, it's very filling. Um, and you see they've got uh, sides of these like dried out vegetable roots uh, that's mm. almost kind of like a, a seaweed. And it's like very crunchy as you bite it. Mm. Uh, and you see the little mic and it looks up at you and goes, oh, part of me will be with you forever. <laughs> oh, is this like rapport spores for my tummy? No, no. I think it's like a Christian communion. <laughs> <laughs> Go with Christ. (laughs) I eat some knowing the religious import. You see, the queen just looks at the little mushroom. I truly have no idea what he's talking about. That was insane. Who's that little guy? Grab him. If it's all the same, just fill up my trough with the root vegetables. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you get a a really uh, thick salad, um, and they, uh, they fill you up. Um, and yeah, you see, um, uh, she's got a, a couple of like attendants and advisors near her, um, but she does seem like interested in um, meeting you guys. Um, and mm. she leans down uh, like her massive neck uh, to see kind of like eye to eye with you guys and goes, well, uh, what got you mixed up uh, with Elzor's adventures? How big is her eye compared to us? Just so uh, big as your this. big as your head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of people are afraid of the eye-head scale. Yeah, should we be looking at one eye or trying to look at both at the same time? Just the one. You okay, probably just can't the one. see Focus the other one. one. Yes. Great. Mm. Unless yeah. you were to jump back and forth, which uh, I, I can do that. Could do. Oh. He could, he could. Saul, Especially uh, with his new scarf. <laughs> yeah, Saul phases back and forth between each side of the table. Oh, well, that's interesting. As he explains uh, our... Uh, Temporary pact with Princess Shiverblight on our way to the Green Elves. Princess Shiverblight, that's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, I humiliating. Mean, yeah, well, we I barely smelled it on you a bit. No, no, that was someone named Salder Bilde. <laughs> what does it smell like? Trust fund dragon. <laughs> May I take a shower? <laughs> of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, we are here because um, because we're trying to get something back. Yeah, something back that you lost in the woods. That I stupidly gave away. Ah, she was tricked, bewildered by a master manipulator. Oh? I'm trying to undo an oopsie. Undo an oopsie? What 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 kind of oopsie have you oopsed? Well, we so we followed a duck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. So we're correcting a duck. Not food. Not food. Just for everyone here, not food. (laughs) If we ate the duck, we'd all be part of it. Oh, go with Christ. Take my new sword to the throat of a Myconid who's looking at the duck. Well, see you later. I don't think you work here. (laughs) Do you want a pamphlet? (sighs) Yes. (laughs) A pamphlet of Mushroom Jesus. Um... Get that out of here. <laughs> yeah, so we're trying to fix a duck-related oopsie. Mm-hmm. I gave an egg to the green elves from the Feywild. Oh. Well, the Feywild does have... There's there's a fair amount of dragons and dragon elves here that have ancestry in the Feywild. Right. If- oh, actually, you're a dragon. Maybe I can ask you. Oh, yeah. Have you ever encountered dragon eggs that, like, on their own, without provocation, just... Keep growing bigger and bigger. Yeah. That's normal, right? That's like classic dragon. That's absolutely 100% not a dragon. Hmm. What? Dragon eggs do not, they just hatch. Cool. So what's yeah. the um? What's the egg that doesn't stop growing? Yeah. 
Uh, Saul holds up the bounty poster. Uh, looks at the bounty poster. Uh, she can do a history check. Yeah, she looks at it and she goes, hmm, interesting markings. It does look like uh, scales of some type, but um, it, it looks like a dragon egg in this picture. All we know is that the emerald scale was looking for this and really wanted to get their hands on it at any cost. Well, they weren't actually looking for it. It's like it fell into the lap via me sitting in Glenn's lap. Right. I see. Yes, they can be quite seductive, the (laughs) green elves. So anyway, suffice to say, on our little mission, we've been learning some interesting things that are happening here in your woods. Do you know about the summit? Summit? Oh, you see uh, a bunch of her attendants uh, start whispering, and she goes like, Yes, I was invited to some foolish thing by the Greens. Uh, obviously some kind of manipulation or something. I do not get involved in the topsider drama. I see. Uh, however, my brother has been reaching out to me. He um, has a smaller community of deep elves to the south. Ah. What has he been saying? Because we think that it's possible that whatever happens amongst the topsiders could end up affecting you if it gets sticky enough um you see she looks around at her table you see all of these dragon elves um they've got this whole town down here they've got all these warriors and everything and she goes i have the utmost trust in our defenses the deep elves are safe in the caves okay. the struggles of power there was a time when the the ruby scale was a great power they were wiped out before that <laughs> The blue elves were the smaller order. There was a time when it was mostly just us and the void elves. Things tend to shift around up there. We're safe down here. Speaking of the void elves, it it seems like the greens are really just laying on the duplicitness very thick because uh, it seems like maybe they're pretending to be void elves to try and mount raiding parties to to denigrate the name of the void elves. they're really up to some serious shenanigans. It's political machinations for sure. You see, uh, she looks a little concerned and she goes, well, um, the Void Elves make it a point to not be seen. So if people are seeing them, it's probably not the real Void Elves. Have you met a Void Elf? Of course I have, quite quite a long time ago. The Void Elves were our dear friends, um, though we do not see each other much anymore. We've built our fortress underground and they've built theirs wherever they are. Mm-hmm. They, like us, didn't want to be involved in the arms race right. and politicking of the rest of the um, uh, the rest of the dragon elves, so they've, they've hidden themselves away. Are you at all concerned that this arms race might have just escalated to a very, very dangerous place? We, the green elves are in possession of something that we don't know what it is, and it might be more powerful. And it seems like people beyond the elves want this too. Yeah. Uh, bronze beards of Iron Deep are reaching out for it as well. Hypothetically, how would you feel if the Green Elves had the most powerful dragon of everyone? Yeah. What we're saying is the oopsie is maybe more of a whoops. <laughs> it's been upgraded to whoopsie. <laughs> Interesting. Do you want to show her the scale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calder starts unpacking his pack. <laughs> um, guys, you guys see um, Foster begins to puff up. Almost like he's trying to get you to... Not like, say this? No, to, like, remind you of something. Hmm. Um, okay, I take him, I sit him on my lap. Foster, you're trying to remind me of something. <laughs> what are you trying to remind me of? 
Could I'm you... being dense. Forgive me. I... I'm full of sloppy trough. You see his red eyes. You connect with him. And you see yourself back at the top of that hill with the sunflower. Mm. Whose side are you going to be on? The wild. Okay. Is it possible that this is... That the wild is not like a concept and it's an actual creature that's going to be hatched from this growing egg? I kind of just say this out loud to Foster on my lap. (laughs) Um, You see Foster's uh, eyes stay glowing red. Um, You see she kind of looks at that curiously and she goes, Yes, the wild. Well, that does remind me of something. Are, Are you familiar with the... The concept of the the taming of the Feywild. Um, no. Expound on that. I was born there, and I, have I heard of that? Um, yeah, go ahead and give me a history check, Callie. 16. Callie, the taming of the Feywild is the formation of the courts, of, like, civilizations. Mm. There was a time oh. when the Feywild was first formed when... It was a magical place where it was, you know, dryads living out in the woods amongst all of the animals and stuff and all these like awakened trees and everything. And it was arguably an even more magical place than it is now. Um, But then with the courts came like civilization and came these like competing monarchs and things like that. Yes, the um, Seely and Unseely courts were were created by the ancient Fae, the Archfey. Um, but I've heard stories of one Archfey who abstained from what he referred to as the taming of the Fae Wild. He has many names. He goes by Oberon, Oron, the Green Lord. Uh, this was uh, the Archfey patron of the wild aspects of the Fey Wild. Uh, he was said to have uh, left and gone on to found uh, the Beastlands near Isgard in the uh, Astral Plane. Uh, but before he left, he was said to have told his fellow Archfey to, quote, remember the wild. Wow. So this this egg could be a message from him or... I'm going to absolutely need to do a history check on the Beastlands, because I'm not going to let <laughs> yeah. you drop that without... Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a five. A uh, five, okay. <laughs> I would say God that you... A land full of beasts. <laughs> Give me your notebook, dude. <laughs> I, w- I would say that you guys have heard of this. I'll say you don't know much deeper mm. than that. Like, you guys are aware of the outer plains, which are kind of like the places where people go after they die. It's places where gods reside and things like that. These are places that you can be transported to after you die, or you can ascend to if you become godlike, or you can even even travel to if um, you're able to access the astral plane, if you um, are a very like, powerful being. Huh. You see, wow. uh, yeah, she just kind of uh, tilts her head and goes, I don't know much beyond that, um, but uh, you, you speaking of the wild sort of uh, jogged that. It seemed, what seemed <sighs> interesting. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you're um, uh, like I said, we have uh, many people with uh, Fey ancestry here. We have a, wow. an extensive library with archives. What? Of course. Yes. Wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can we hang out in the library? Uh, can we bring this trough into the library? <laughs> the trough yeah, is I've attached to the that. table. Okay. Uh, okay. Can okay. we bring the table into the library? Oh, per the table is huge. <laughs> can we bring the library out here? Into the table. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to have travel troughs, though, right? <laughs> 
Um, we do have travel traps. I All think right. they the um, the spiders that run the library can get a bit persnickety. So persnickety ah, spiders. Persnickety spiders. Okay. Saul well. takes the spider who is eating out of his mouth. Yes. Don't show them that. Okay. Fair. All right. Well, we'll. Take I put that in there. Three TV troughs and mm-hmm. uh, directions <laughs> to the library. All right. Uh, yes, of course. Um, and trough tops so we don't spill. <laughs> uh, you see she turns um, and she has uh, a few uh, of her attendants um, give you guys uh, some food and some uh, travel things. Maybe don't eat it in the library, but if you want to take this and walk around the town, you're more than welcome to. Oh, yeah, we could do it like a, a town lap before yeah. we hit the library. Maybe uh, we can wear them like little, like when someone's selling um, popcorn at a baseball stadium. <laughs> yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Of course, yes. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll walk food suspenders. These. Yeah, food suspenders. Um, well, um, yes, you're you're also welcome to stay here for the night. Uh, if um, when you're finished with whatever you're doing, you'd like to come back. Um, that's you. perfect. Do you have like a little nest? We have rooms. That'll do. <laughs> okay. All right. Right. I'm sorry. Um, I've been around a lot of humanoids. The place I'm mm. from is sort of a a place where dragons could just kind of fly free, but the past few hundred years I've been around humanoids. They don't generally sleep in nests. Your giants don't sleep in nests. Yes, I've I've come across them recently. Maybe one just for my back. Okay. <laughs> yes. Alright, yes, we can prepare a nest. If... <laughs> that would be actually oh, that'd be really great. great. Yeah, I was nice. trying not to show my disappointment. Okay, That's yes. really great. We'll fill a room with... <laughs> we gave beds a go. Yeah. Not for us. <laughs> great. Excellent. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for your hospitality. Uh, of course. I think as I leave, can I try to make a specific flower for her? Yeah, go ahead and give me, um, I guess, uh, give me a performance check. Okay. I concentrate really hard and just make a real flatulent grunting sound. <laughs> uh, what was in those mushrooms? <laughs> I got a 13. A 13. Um, what are you trying to make? I want to make a snapdragon flower for her. Mm, that's cool. Oh, um, yeah, you make a you make a serviceable snapdragon. Okay, it's my first flower, but it's a snapdragon, and they grow in rocky, hot places, and they're sort of known for beauty under pressure. And so I thought maybe it reminded me of you. Oh. Some people call them the graceful lady. Well, thank you very much. I am quite graceful. Um, with a giant lumbering step, crashes closer to you, <laughs> leans her head down, and uh, motions for you to um, put it amongst like her fungi up there. Wow. I put it amongst, and it's so poorly made that it immediately like snaps in half. <laughs> and then I just kind of shove it it's in. It's beautiful. It goes perfectly with my mold. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we to the library? Let's trough off. Yeah. That, we- was, that was tight, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm. I mean, I made a sunflower, and that's really easy. But now it's time to like, quite literally branch out. Right. Yes. What do you do when you're like making a flower? What goes through your mind? Um, I picture the colors, and I uh-huh. picture sort of like the energies, and I picture the environment and the earth that it would grow in, and I just sort of conjure all that in my head, and then I clench all the muscles in my body wow. really hard. That's where the grunting comes in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a full body clench. Yeah. That's crazy. That's exactly what I do when I summon my gauntlets, but I just picture punching really hard. Yeah. And then it happens. I mean, it's new for me, so I'm experimenting. Well, I'm here for it. Consider me your lab assistant. <laughs> yeah, I'll say as you guys... Um, 
are kind of in t- attuning yourselves uh, to your new uh, equipment that you guys have uh, with you. Mm-hmm. Callie, um, you do notice that, like, as you carry this blade and as you're talking about, like, the wild and stuff and, like, you've been, like, reunited with Foster and everything, like, you are taking on kind of, like, a more flowery appearance. It's still mm-hmm. very much, you're still struggling to, like, successfully yeah. make I think them. I'm making, like, I think it's, like, all I can really make is, like, little dandelions that grow so easily anywhere. <laughs> Unless uh, I concentrate really hard and then I make a bad snapdragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're supposed to snap, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, you're right. You it snaps on a dragon. <laughs> okay, a literal flower. Okay. Um, but I will say that um, your guys' new items have some like hidden properties that maybe you had not realized before. Whoa, um, Callie, your sword—it's um, like a—we're calling it a saber. It has like rapier stats, uh, mm. so it's a finesse weapon, but it's also light, so it's a D8 mm. that you can have in one hand. Um, If anyone at home knows the luck blade, the luck blade has wishes. This does not. This is the luck saber. It's a little different. (laughs) It would be insane. It would be insane for me to give you wishes. 1d4 minus 1 wishes per day. (laughs) Per day? It wouldn't even be fun. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so you've got this uh, plus one uh, blade that's uh, one-handed and lets you re-roll one thing per day. Um, And Saul... As you're um, getting used to this uh, cloak that you've kind of fashioned into a scarf, mm-hmm. you realize there's some like residual fire magic in it. Oh, <laughs> a little hot under the collar, honestly. As you attune yourself to this, uh, you kind of unlock its uh, secondary power, mm. which is that not only are you harder to hit with this, this uh, will give you the power to uh, Hellish Rebuke. It has oh. one charge per day. Yes. And you can use a key point to refill the charge. That Oh, I can refill it with a key point? Yeah. Oh. So you just have, kind of have Hellish Rebuke. <laughs> wow. Hellish Rebuke is the reaction ability, yeah. right? Mm, that's great. Very yeah. fun. And Calder, you don't have your helm on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would put it on right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I will look into it. Yeah, do you want to like polish it? <laughs> yeah, I'll put some elbow grease around the uh, around the perimeter right now. Uh, you put some elbow grease around the uh, perimeter. Man, wouldn't that feel good to put on? You feel your head; it's a little itchy. I wonder if those spiders in the library would know anything about cursed objects. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, well, ask them. I put it on as we're walking. <laughs> You put it on, you feel right. Uh, you start to uh, once again fill out. Uh, your back cracks as you Ooh. stand up straighter. Wow. <laughs> Callie, I know what you're talking about. Squeezing all your muscles. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> your pants are getting absorbed into your ass crack. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, we... does that ha- give you a wedgie? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Uh, And we will find out more about that helm in a little bit, uh, but we're going to hold off for now. Um, So you guys um, exit the castle. Um, You travel through town, and using directions that the Queen Umberspore gave you, um, you find the library, which is a pillared building with stone spider statues on either side. You climb a wide staircase and enter this old library. You see it's this massive circular room uh, lit up slightly by bioluminescent fungi. It's still kind of like hard to see in here. You know that kind of everyone down here has dark vision, so they're not they're not trying to impress anybody who doesn't have it. <laughs> I just say praise Christ to the mushrooms as I go, just to check. <laughs> who? <laughs> okay, good. It was just one fucking it was just way. One guy. See the uh, one mushroom that you guys saw uh, handing out pamphlets? <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye on that. You see, um, as you're entering this library, uh, 
books and tomes line the wall and various there are various uh, bookcases in the center of the room. Uh, this place has the smell of it's like a sweet smell of mold. Um, mm. Like of, of just like very old very preserved things. And suddenly you guys see uh, as you enter um, a giant spider descends from the ceiling uh, very non-threateningly though. You see she kind of curiously um, puts her two front legs together. Um, she's got four pairs of uh, glasses on that cover uh, her eyes um, and she uh, looks at you. Topsiders in my library. Curious. Yes, we've come here to yeah. rifle through your fey catalog with the blessing of Queen Umberspore. And if yes. you need help like capturing any flies for your dinner, just let me know. Oh, I think I'll be quite all right. Okay. Um, you look up and you just see um a <laughs> giant fly stuck there. Help! <laughs> oh, you have yes. to help. I wish it couldn't talk. <laughs> Please. There's a mushroom that friends. has a pamphlet for you. It's my birthday. <laughs> Oh, He's fuck. just saying that. <laughs> hmm. Is that true, Saul? A fly is that manipulative? I mean, if he's smart enough to lie, that actually makes me feel for him more. <laughs> well, girl's got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Dig I give honesty. her a high five yeah. to every single one <laughs> every of her. Single one of her legs. <laughs> this is going to take a while if we keep doing this. Um, yes. Um, well, uh, we do have some things on the Feywild. Um, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? I'm looking for anything about the Archfey Oberon or maybe beasts that are unique to the Feywild. Phoenixes or... Like. <sighs> oh, Oberon the Archfey Phoenixes. Um, you see she uh, skitters over um, and there is uh, along the wall there's essentially like a big like card catalog thing um, she starts uh, going through them and rifling through and everything if you had uh, just like a bestiary of the Feywild yeah. um, she goes um, yes um, we've got um, some various bestiaries of different areas of the Feywild uh, up here phoenixes and whatnot. as far as information on Archfey there are a lot of prophecies with Archfey and I... curses and whatnot. Um, so that is unfortunately in the restricted section. How do you get the restriction lifted? Yeah, do you just need a library card? We can apply for so one. like a permit? Yeah. I, we can give you a library card. How many flies do we need to slay for a library card? <laughs> well, I, I guess one. Um, and then you can have a library card, but you still can't go to the restricted section. How do you get so, access to the restricted section? Yes. Okay, well, I Would a would... queen's command... The Queen's Command give would us access. certainly give you access to the restricted section, but here lies the problem. Hmm. Um, my sister is down there, and she is also a spider librarian, uh, but she is far stricter than me, and I'm afraid she's gone completely mad. I see. Oh. Oh. So you've... Being you've, surrounded by curses and prophecies, uh, that makes a lot of sort sense. Sort of, but have you, have you met the Queen? Yes. 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 She's yes. great. Yes. So you know how she has. I she's put a snapdragon and a mushroom. Mm -hmm. So so that's the thing, right? You see, she reaches out one of her furry legs. Yes. Um. She has mushrooms all over her head and whatnot. Uh. She has a symbiotic relationship with those mushrooms. Um. They communicate with her. She's able to get sort of more wisdom and intelligence with it. Uh. She, it, it they work together to become a a um more well-rounded being. My sister has a parasitic relationship with the mushrooms that are on her and have driven her mad. 
and she seems to have gotten it into her head that she's the great dragon of the library and that the books are her hoard. Okay. Can I do an insight check if the mushroom that we ate that said I will be with you always um, was getting <laughs> us into a parasitic relationship? Sure. A nine. You see there's a pamphlet in your pocket. You don't know how it got there. <laughs> Callie, but- it's a parasitic relationship for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're making the sign of the spore. I think we need to figure out how to get rid of this from this poor woman's life because yeah. I'm walking down the same path. All right. So if we if we cure your sister of the parasite, could we have unrestricted access to the restricted to the restricted section? Yes, you can either attempt to sneak by her or incapacitate her in some way. I, I hate to see a, a public library uh, under such corruption. We we would gladly <laughs> gladly help out. Maybe we could just like slice all the fungus off her. Certainly, something you could attempt to do. Or right. would that be like surgery? Sporgery. Yeah, it'd be like surgery. Sporgery. It'd be hard. It'd be yeah. hard for sure. We could we could go down there and operate. It'd probably be easier if we like knocked her out first, and then we could just like slice them off one by one, right? I think that probably makes more sense. Okay. okay cool. Okay. okay. Um, so we have your blessing to interfere. knock out my sister. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Just Correct. like cl- just that. being Love clear, that. we're gonna go beat the shit out of your sister. That's fine. Honestly, okay. we sort of have a, a bit of a rivalry. And yeah. She, yeah. Oh, okay. God. So this will give you a little true. leverage. I yeah. go for high fives again. <laughs> she she high fives you with all eight of her legs. <laughs> um, quick question for I you. I wouldn't mind if someone knocked out fucking Syra. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably, she was mad before the mushroom shoe. Yes. Were mad. Wow. So go off. Oh, that's good. Yes. Down there, thinking she's so cool because she's in the restricted section. Um. Nobody can go down there. A uh, question for you. Yes, of course. Um, do you have any books on the, the Helm of Ultras uh, up here? Or is that mm. more of a restricted section vibe? Ultras. Um, I don't know if we have anything specifically on pieces of armor from him, but um, I, I, he's a very important uh, person in Bohemian history. I would imagine we have some books on him. Um, you see, she... Um, skitters over. Um, do you have like a nice children's book that we could all cuddle up and read? One with pictures. Uh, About Ultras? Go ahead and give me a uh, <laughs> luck check. Uh, and I'll say 15 through 20, there's a children's 16, book. 16, baby. Woo! <laughs> Uh, you see, she goes. It rhymes, no. right? No, no, that's that's absolutely impossible. Oh, uh, but the then kiss as, of she, as she looks through the catalog, she goes, "Hum, there does seem to be a very problematic old book about a warlord um, with all of these children's drawings that's trying to like indoctrinate people to join the giant army." I uh, yes, uh, I, I do have one. I also have a tome that actually tells of his um, uh, battles and whatnot. Okay, let's. Can we take the both? <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, you know, as a way to say thank you to this great system, uh, I give her the entire collection of Boy Wizard and his frog pal. Ooh. The entire box set. You were carrying that with you? <laughs> you yeah. look so much lighter now. <laughs> I asked you several times to help carry our bedrolls in tent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was getting fresh as cargo. Yeah, yeah, I was. Speed up to, uh, by 25. You have an, another attack. <laughs> my weighted training dance. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I only have uh, very old sets. Uh, the Boy Wizard and the Owl Pal and uh, whatnot. The Boy Wizard and the Otter Pal. Right. Well, the these first are... Otter Pal. Oh, right. The previous iterations. This is the best of the best. The cream of the crop. It's autographed. There's a foreword by the author. I don't actually know who the author is. I think it might have been some sort of AI that wrote all the books. and then <laughs> You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, now I have to read it. <laughs> you see she adds it to a huge shelf of like <laughs> identical books just with different animals. <laughs> Salt pushes the other books aside. <laughs> 
<laughs> be proud of who you were and proud of who you're being and who you're becoming. Do you want, I mean, before we go down, do you want to look at this because you're wearing the helm? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's, can we crack the book? Can yeah. I, uh, can I like gather a bunch of bioluminescent fungus, like a book light, and put it over him so hey, we can look at it? Come here, get over here. As I don my glasses. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna say uh, this will take a while for you to like go all the way through, but go ahead and give me, um, do you like an intelligence check or a history check? Okay. Can I also like, as I'm gathering all the fungus, give him a bardic? Eighteen. Eighteen. Ultras is this famous figure that is kind of thought of by giants as being like the person who kind of brought them to ruin. Like, like mm. by seeking this crazy military campaign, essentially bringing war to all of Bohemia. Mm. Um, there was a, a war between the smaller humanoids and the giants on like mainland Bohemia. And had they not done that, there's good reason to believe that the frost giants probably would have a city as great as Frostwind I see. if they had um, kind of uh, tended to their own garden instead of trying to conquer right. everybody else. That being said, uh, absolutely fierce warrior. One of the biggest sort of scariest threats to Bohemia by a non-deity. Mm. Um, but this is somebody who, by pure strength of numbers, by uniting the giants, and that's like the one way that people would, if anyone was a fan of Ultras or if anybody uh, revered Ultras, it would be because he brought together the fire giants and the frost giants and the uh, hill giants and the storm mm. giants and everybody to conquer the world, essentially. Mm. Wow. Um, you kind of like are just like skimming through this book. You see that this is written by a scholar from Frostwind. Uh, after this war on mainland Bohemia, Frost Giants are sent back to the frigid north kind of with their tails between their legs, and then for decades after that are trying to take over just Frostwind and, and, ah. take that, and fail to take it over. Uh, so um, Frost Dwarves tend to know a lot about Frost Giants and vice versa. Uh, so that's, there's this scholar talking about all this stuff and also talks about how Ultras achieved immortality um, oh. by making a deal with uh, this god of war named uh, Grumpsh. 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 Oh. Or Grumpsh. G-R-U-U-M-S-H. Um, but this this war god uh, gave Ultras the power essentially to regenerate. Um, and it seems that in his final days, he was banished and not killed because he can't be killed. Ah, so Ultras did not die. He was banished. I see. Oh. And I know where he was banished to. You sure do. I gently try to remove the helmet. <laughs> uh, stays stays stuck on your head. I just it's, knock on it. All right, let's check out the spider. Yep. This is a very, very dire ending to a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that, yeah, the children's book is all about, it's essentially a children's book for other giants and being just like, the small oh, people yeah. are too small. <laughs> they build their big cities because they're small. <laughs> but we can step on their buildings. <laughs> I'm a helmet now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Calder, you, you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm good. All right. I think. It just, does look really fetching on you. Thank you. Yeah. I feel tall in it. Listen, if you... you look tall. If, if you need that power, if that's going to help us, like, we're here to back you up. We can get that thing off no matter what. 
all right, even if my head comes with it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Let's <laughs> well, not bring the world to an end. <laughs> all right. Sweet. Um, you guys find um, a sign that says restricted section um, over a stone archway, um, and you see that uh, even uh, the archway is is covered in uh, some spider webs. Okay, we need to not get caught up in these spider webs. Saul's already upside down. <laughs> Help. Um, I'll say that it looks Does like anyone... this area of it gets cleaned up. It looks like it's not like thick enough for you. It, there is evidence that there's a giant spider down there, but it's not going to gunk you up yet. Could I do a searing smite to sort of catch all the webs on fire and try and like clear you, out the webs? You can do that to clear out some of the webs, you will 100% alert whatever's down there. Mm. That is not a stealthy move. Okay. Is this like a stairway descending? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're not immediately face-to-face with this thing. I asked the spider if she has a cobweber, which is like one of those long sticks with like a, a puffy broom on the end that you can use to like get cobwebs off your gutters. Absolutely not. Okay. Why would I want cobwebs gone ever? That's fair. Um, you see can- the um, giant uh, fly... I wish I had one. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> Best of luck with your whole deal. Can I sneak ahead and just cast silence as soon as I see her, cast silence around her so that um, Calder can move? Without... Oh, so she doesn't hear so anything? Deafened, yeah. Got oh. it. I do like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Callie, you sneak down this stone staircase, uh, dodging these sort of like mini spider webs. I'll say um, there are like smaller spiders kind of uh, skittering by as you uh, walk down the steps. I let them, I mean, spiders are good for a garden, so. Yeah, Foster um, just sits there uh, with you just like covered in spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Is this bothering you? Just brush some of those off. He seems fine. You're allowed to eat them if you want. (laughs) Not if I eat them first. What do you eat? (laughs) Just shrugs. Um, finally, Slugs? you guys reach um, the bottom, or at least Callie does. We'll say mm. Callie's going down there by herself right now. Um, mm. And Callie, you see a pretty large cavern down here, pretty large room, um, but not nearly as big as the upper level. Um, there are a few fungi to light it, but even less than upstairs. It's pretty dark. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. 12. Okay. You see um, that bioluminescent fungi are um, lighting up thick webbing like moonlight bouncing off of the snow down here. Everything is caked in webs. It's fucking disgusting. There's so much webbing down here. Mm. Um, but you see in the in the center of the room, about 40 feet away from the stairwell, there are about 12 uh, rows of bookshelves. Um, you also see that there's a some kind of filing system similar to the one upstairs um, that looks like it would tell you where mm. um, where you'd be able to find something down here. Um, also covered in webs, caked in webs. Um, and up on the ceiling, doing that absolutely terrifying thing that spiders do is the librarian. Mm-hmm. You can't tell if she's dead. She's just like, it's just one of those spiders just like staying completely still. And you're like, is it dead? Is it sleeping? <laughs> it's just lying in wait. What the fuck is it doing? Uh, it's just a giant spider clinging to the wall, upside down on the web. Uh, she's covered in colorful fungi that seems to radiate like poisonous spores. You see like a little like purple mist around her. You're stealthy enough on your own going down the steps that you have. It seems like she's in some kind of trance 
mm-hmm. or sleeping at the moment or just like kind of staring forward has not been alerted to you as you've gone down the stairs. But I will tell you that as soon as you like try to cast a spell or something, you'll need to do like a stealth check. I I think that's what I came down here to do. Um, so yeah, I think I've got like 120 foot range to make this 20 foot radius sphere of silence and I'm going to make her the center. Okay. So you cast silence around her. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. 16. 16 seems to pass her passive perception. You cast silence around her. Um, you see this little glimmer of an arcane bubble appears around her um, and then disappears, but you get the sense that it's it's still down there. Okay. Right. If everything's good, then do we have any rapport spores left? I'll like- say that you guys still have a few remaining rapport spores so that you can be oh, quiet. Nice. Okay, cool. so I say all systems go. Great. Under okay, and great. in, over and out. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice my stealth down the stairs anyway. Cool. Even though there's silence. So you Thanks. start stealthing down the stairs. I'll say what silence will do is it will give advantage to everybody, which means Calder's now gonna roll flat. Great. Okay. So um as you guys I'll say you guys can get to the staircase and kind of scope out the room. Uh, before rolling your stealth checks, but then as soon as you go in, you'll need to start making stealth checks. Okay, so we can do like a perception check at the base of the stairs. Yeah, well, awesome. Callie already did the perception check, so oh, yeah, you guys yeah. you guys mm-hmm. see everything that's cool. going on down here. Essentially, the way this is going to work, you've got the books 40 feet away to the left. Mm-hmm. You've got to the right uh, 20 feet away, like the catalog, the references to tell you like where the books are on the different subjects. So you need to be able to get to that and you need to be able to get to a book without alerting her. The webs are so thick that this is difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. And if you if you start your turn or enter it for the first time, you have to do a deck saving throw to not get restrained. I see. All right. And anytime you get uh, caught up in the web, you have to roll a new stealth check to try to get out. Okay. Um, All right. So yeah, we should just try and avoid that big spider. As best as possible, right? Yeah, I'll um, cast Expeditious Retreat on myself as a bonus action. Cool. Sick. Let's see here. Uh, so you get more speed. More speed. Will allow, you still could get caught in it, mm-hmm. um, but you'll move faster through the um, difficult terrain. That's right. I think I can just jump right to that catalog and stick to it and start going through it. Okay, great. Right. Then can I like prepare an action to, while Saul does that, attack her if... She sure. descends she... down on us. Got it. Uh, why doesn't everybody go ahead and roll initiative? Cool. Even though it's it's not combat yet, we're, we're just sneaking around. Ooh, baby. Nine. Fifteen. Twenty-three. Ooh. Top of the round is Calder, but Calder, you can hold your initiative if you want to let Saul do his thing first. I certainly do. Okay. Okay. Um. So I believe I believe my long jump distance is uh, 12 because it's based on strength. Okay. So I'm going to double that by casting Step of the Wind with a key point. Uh, so I can get 24 feet. Sick. Okay. So you lean over the side of the, the like banister here um, as you walk down and are going to attempt to jump and cling onto the wall. Go ahead and give me an acrobatics or an athletics check, and that will determine how hard your stealth check is. Um, okay. Can I have give, can I give him a bardic? Before yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Acrobatics? Yep. And I do it by giving him a uh, theater kid hand squeeze. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're show. my favorite scene partner. <laughs> <laughs> the show must go on. <laughs> I wear my scarf like an ascot. <laughs> Insane. Uh, yeah, uh, you make your uh, jump and attempt to grab onto uh, sort of uh, the little handle things that let you pull the drawers out of the uh, wall. 
going to be a 23 acrobatics. 23. Um, go ahead and give me a stealth check with advantage as you land. Thank goodness for advantage. Uh, that is going to be a 23 as well. Sick. Um, you grab onto this um, uh, little card catalog thing here uh, along the wall, um, hanging onto these handles. Um, now that you're amongst uh, the thick web here, give me a deck saving throw. Okay. That's going to be a 24. You're good. You're good to move around. Um, All right. So you keep it so um, your legs essentially aren't touching. Um, Mm -hmm. You're able to just hang on. You've got like really good (laughs) rock climbing finger strength as you go from one little handle to another. (laughs) Absolutely flashing this root. Damn, look at those crips. Calder, you should beta me. (laughs) Um, And you open it up. You start digging through um, these little uh, reference cards and everything, and you do find uh, a book called Serpents and Such. Uh, (laughs) I think we have it in such. That references Oberon, the Green Lord. Uh, And there's a particular section, um, the third row of, uh, of bookcases. Saul copies the information on the card. Uh, and puts it back, uh, just in case it's booby-trapped. Sweet. Uh, and then slowly closes the drawer again. Third shelf. Copy. Serpents and such. Serpents and such. Serpents. Am I going to become a lizard girl? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I believe you have that in you. <laughs> it's weird. It's almost like... I feel like there's someone in me who loves fucking reptiles and lizards. (laughs) (laughs) Calder, you still have a held action whenever you want to do something, but after, uh, but Saul did not alert the librarian. So, uh, Callie, that's your turn. I'm going to look to Calder. I'm a medium sized buffoon. (laughs) I think I'm going to trip over my own two feet. I trust you to be more stealthy than me, but I'm ready in case that spider sees you. That's the case, then I'm just gonna try to jump to that. No, I'm going to face step to that third shelf. Ooh, sick. Okay, um, so it is 40 feet away. I believe face step is 30 feet. So I, can I jump 10 feet and then face step? <laughs> oh, okay, go ahead and give me an acrobatic or an athletics check, um, and I'll make the same rule that I had for Saul, which is based on how you do this, that'll determine the stealth check. That one <gasps> becomes a 12. Uh. <laughs> you guys see. I've got this. <laughs> Callie jumps, face steps right to one of the bookcases and grabs on. Callie, as you look up, you see that one of the webs that's attached to the bookcase pulls a little bit. <gasps> oh. You see that it slightly jerks the giant librarian and opens her many eyes. Ah, a dragon! Um, (laughs) Yes, that is right, and you are in my horde. Um, So Callie, it is already past her initiative. Um, All you've done is used a bonus action right now, so you still get to act, Um, but you see um, uh, she begins to um, twitter uh, her front two legs Uh like her sister upstairs, um, but twists and turns her giant head. (laughs) Come to steal my horde, have you? Yeah, and it's just me and only me and no one else is here. And then (laughs) um, do I have enough movement to 
just run away from where I am and then hold my action to attack her as soon as she... She's only, she's only like 10 or 20 feet up. If you get on top of like one of these bookcases, you can reach her. Absolutely. Okay, yes. then I'm going to try and attack her. Sick. Okay, so go ahead and give me, um, let's say, a deck save to see if you get... You're either going to get caught in the webs or you'll be able to get on top of the bookcase. Okay. That is a nine. You guys see Callie goes to jump up, but her hands are stuck on the bookcase. Okay, you oh. know what? This is my first go with this sword. So I think I'm going to use my luck point to see if okay. I can try. Ah, I know. Nice. Yes. It's just been burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> 14. Stay stuck. In oh! I'm restrained, but I can still cast a spell from being restrained, can't I? I believe you can. Ooh. All right, then I'm just going to shatter her. Nice. <laughs> Sick. Uh, what does she do? She does a con save. Uh, natural three. She misses. Okay. Uh, she does not look uh, very hardy at the moment. She's just <laughs> got like poison spores uh, creating like bulbous boils all over her. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, you're sick. <laughs> okay, that is 23 thunder damage. 23 thunder damage. Uh, sweet. Uh, you cast this shatter. These waves of sound um, hit her, uh, and you see she kind of recoils and skitters back a little bit. Oh, wait. I had... Can can we say that I lifted the silence, though? Like, the silence... Yeah, like yeah, I yeah, dropped yeah. the concentration yeah. on that? Okay. After Callie uh, called her, you've got an action prepared. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll jump out and say... This rebellious youth is snuck into the restricted area. No, that's against the rule. I'm sorry. I can't oh. believe you followed me in here. Yes, you've been very naughty. Uh, give me a persuasion check. You're trying to ruin my good time. Uh, 14. Upstanding librarian. 14, okay. Uh, she doesn't add anything to insight, but does get a natural 17. And yet you yourself sneak into the restricted section. I just gave you. You don't work here. You're not a spider. I'm going to hit her with my sword. Your sister said I could kick your ass. No, she didn't. She would never. She told us to do it. I look at Saul because I'm a little embarrassed that Calder's performance wasn't as good as ours. Maybe stick with your classic scene partner. Uh, Calder, as you run No one squeezed my hand for encouragement. I went in all on my own cold. We're going to have to work on that. We are. Give me a a dexterity saving throw as you... uh, enter the web. Your blocking was terrible. We'll do some warm-up. We've got some acting books down here if you need them. <laughs> Solid so, Albin, we're in every school play. It's a 16 deck save. Uh, you're good. Uh, so it's just uh, difficult terrain. Uh, she's 40 feet away up at the book ca- cases near Cal. 40 Calvary. feet. Okay. But you have expeditious retreat, right? I, yeah, wait, so I can use a dash action as a bonus action. Sick. Okay. So wow. with the dash yeah. action and your regular movement, even though it's difficult terrain, you get over to the bookcases. All right, Woo. cool. I'll take my two attacks. Fuck my penis. That is... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said... Oh, you heard him. This performance is going bad in every regard. That's a 15 to hit and a shout out to the two crew. 15 actually hits. Okay. I'm just a big spider. (laughs) Got it. This sucks. (laughs) I I rolled a one and a two on my D6s. Um, Nine damage. You hear a voice in your head as you swing and go, hmm, potential, but 
Not as strong as it could be. Yeah, well, I went into the scene cold, so... <laughs> it is good to go into the scene cold. You could have squeezed my head a little bit. Um, after uh, Calder's turn... Um, well, Calder, you, uh, technically, you go at the top of the round, so oh. reset. All right. Wow. Cool. Love it. It's like a free action search. Two more attacks. <laughs> there it is. That's a 24 and a 22. Both hit. Woo. Great. 30 damage. You stab into um, this giant spider. Uh, she recoils uh, back um, and then goes to uh, attack. That is her turn. She's got you right in front of her. She's got Callie a little bit further away, but Callie is restrained, so she's not going to worry about her at the moment. She's actually going to spit web at... Saul across the room to make sure he doesn't get involved. Oh. Um, Wait, did she see me yet? Oh, maybe she hasn't seen yeah. you. You're right. Uh, she spits web at Calder. Calder, <laughs> Sorry, give me man. a deck saving throw. Gross. <laughs> She'll know when I make my debut. Yeah. <laughs> 17. 17 passes. Um, Calder, you are not restrained. Um, she is just going to take um, four attacks. Uh, she attacks in um, basically like pairs of legs, like two pincers. <gasps> Uh, oh, next set of pincers, next set of pincers. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, 17 to hit misses. Misses. 23 to hit hits. Shield. Shield. Yeah. Because my AC is 19 while I'm wearing this helm. Yeah. Ooh. Third attack is a 27. That, yeah, that'll do it. And last one is a 22, so that misses. Okay. Uh, so she just hits once. 14 damage. Whoa. Um, and actually, as you hit her... You saw a bunch of the mushrooms uh, exploded and let out poison spores. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way. Oh, yeah. 19. Okay. Um, you successfully get out of the way. He's a cold guy, but his dice are hot. Surprisingly dexterous for a room full of web. <laughs> <laughs> um, after her turn, that's Saul's turn. Uh, okay. So um, Saul wants to do a perception check of like, the ceiling around the web. Is there anywhere that I could like hang from um, on top of there, like a, a chandelier or something, or is it just all caked? All caked. It's caked. Yeah. It's caked, baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it cake? Yes. Then yeah, I'm just going to uh, leap into the air and activate my gauntlets and and try and just uh, hit her like a fly swatter. Sick. Um, <laughs> you are actually right now 60 feet away because you moved 20 feet back. Uh, well, my movement is 45, so um, I'll use Step of the Wind to double that so I can get there. That's going to be another key point. Okay. That gets you 45 feet because it's difficult terrain. Ah, okay. Huh. What is the range on Thunder Wave? I think I can hit her with that. One second. You can definitely hit her with that. You can get, yeah, you get within 45 feet and then are going to cast Thunder Wave. Ah, so I get within 45 feet, realize I'm not uh, close enough to hit her with my gauntlets, so I'm just going to uh, uh, fill my throat sack with lightning and then expel <laughs> it at her in a Thunder Sweet. Wave. Uh, you see um, lightning starts traveling through this web um, that all attaches to her and shocks her. <laughs> Ow! Uh, she does a con saving throw yes. and fails. Ooh. Go ahead and roll your damage. Two d eight. There he is. Mm, that's ten that's damage right there. Cool. Nothing like a little special effects for your stage show. <laughs> give it a little sizzle. Go ahead and give me a deck save to try to not get stuck in the web. Ah, okay. You still have a bardic. I don't know if that will get you there, but I think it might. Uh, deck save. All right. So shout out to the two crew. That's okay. going to be a nine, and then I roll a d eight. Yeah, you roll a d eight. Okay. So you'd have to roll. You get a really six or well. higher. That's a yeah! seven. Yeah! Uh, you are not stuck in the webs. Great. Wow. Yes. Nice. After Saul's turn, that's Callie's turn. Callie, you are restrained <laughs> at the moment, um, but you can attempt to get out at the start of your turn. Okay. I'm going to attempt to get out. Fifteen. Fifteen gets out. Yes! Oh! 
Oh, yes. You wriggle free. Uh, your new uh, luck saber uh, swings through these webs around you and cuts you free. Can I try to attack her? Yeah, you try to attack her. Go ahead and make attacks. Uh, you guys, uh, Calder and uh, Callie are both atop this uh, bookshelf. Uh, Callie climbs up behind her as she's um, using her uh, legs to try to kick at Calder and get him down. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I just want to like swing with my new sword. Sick. I really, really want to feed this beast. Yeah. <sighs> 17 on the dice. Ooh. Yeah, that'll do it. He's gonna hit. And I will third level smite. Sick. And I will Ooh, yeah. also, I'm just going to do defensive flourish. Sweet. So it gets out um, a big piece of metal and shakes it to create a thunder noise. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. 32 damage. Shit. Uh, yeah, explosion of energy. As Kelly strikes forward with a luck saber, um, you see like vines and flowers grow around it um, as a, a giant spiking vine sticks into this thing's side uh, and shoots off poisonous spores as you hit a bunch of the mushrooms off. Oh. Go ahead and give me a deck saving throw. Oh, so we are operating. That's yeah. a 12. We're dermatologists. Uh, 12 fails, you take seven poison damage, and you're poisoned until the start of your next turn. And I add seven to my oh, AC. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. How does that make your AC? 25. Okay, so you're poisoned, but she, so she gets advantage on attacks against you. Well, I've, you know what? But I 25 think is pretty I'm, damn good. I think I'm like drunk, because I like feel woozy, but also powerful. Yeah. <laughs> you look cool. Uh, after Callie's turn, that's Calder's turn. All I right. think I have like the drunken monk thing where yeah. I'm like weaving and bobbing out of the way by accident. You're like a flower blowing in the wind. Um, at the start <laughs> of your turn, uh, give me a dex save to not get caught in the webs. Yes. Uh, as you kind of are dodging out of the way as she uh, swings these like spiked claws down onto you. Whoa. 16. Uh, 16 uh, saves. Cool. Nice. I'll take two attacks with uh, the big old ice shard. That is... 11 misses and 18. 18 hits. 11 damage, and I will action surge, just because I have Ooh, the sister's yeah. express permission to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> My sister said that. Uh, 19 and 22. Yeah, Apple your hit. sister who's a dragon, who's actually a spider. Never met a spider who's Impossible. related to a dragon. Impossible. <laughs> 29 damage. Sick. Uh, she's good. she's starting to look uh, pretty fucked up. Okay, I have a plan. Okay. Mm. Uh, if anything, you see a bunch of the um, uh, mushrooms are, are falling off of her. Wait, what are we fighting about again? <laughs> We're just trying to pimple pop all your mushrooms off. Ah, yes. yeah. <laughs> you called us in here. Get out of the restricted section. Um, give me a deck save to not get uh, hit with poison. 19. 19 passes. Good for you. Um, After your turn, that is the librarian's turn. Librarian, Ah. once again, going to try to shoot some web onto uh, (laughs) Calder. Calder, give me another deck save. God, I just jinxed myself. I will get you eventually. Just being very loud for a librarian. I think think now's the time. That's a 12. Okay. You are restrained. Now she's going to attack you with advantage. Why did I say I was killing the deck saves? (laughs) Why did I say it? Okay, first attack is a 25 to hit. That'll do it. 14 damage. Next attack, 21 to hit. Yep. 16 damage. Next attack, 21 to hit. Yep. 12 damage. How many attacks does she get again? Last one. <laughs> Four. 25 to hit. Yeah. 13 damage. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance. Sick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you get hurt. <laughs> really? You seem quite hurt. <laughs> 
Yeah, Perhaps a book on bandages is in order. I didn't take Or a book four, on knowing when to give up. I didn't take that before. Or how to follow instructions. Yeah. I'm going to sit down, but not because I'm tired or hurt. <laughs> Just because I'm bored of your lecturing. Um, after the librarian, that's Saul's turn. Yeah. Your sister called us down here to pop all your pimples. We are the on-the-go pimple popper doctors, and we are here to help you, ma'am. Oh, I hate that for us. <laughs> I chose a direction. Go with me. Um, yep, I'm a doctor popping pimples. Strange. I've never read about characters like you in my books. <laughs> We're that fresh new book. We're hot on the list. Um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get within range, uh, and I'm going to take my two attacks. Sick. Give me a deck save first to oh. not get restrained at the start of your turn Ooh. as you move through the webs. Gladly. That's a 15. 15 does it. Yes. Oh. Good. Nice. You run along the top of the web, hip, so fleet-footed. <laughs> your frog um, juices are like neutralizing the web. Oh Yeah, I like grind along it with my... <laughs> Weird toes. Strange. Strange toes. <laughs> Stop dragging your vent across the floor. <laughs> Get your vent out of here. Vent hole. Get bent. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to activate my gauntlets as a bonus action. Sick. Uh, and then just freaking lay into her. Nice. Okay, so that's going to be a, a deck save for her. Sick. You make me do a deck save. You do a deck save. <laughs> 14. f f f f f fails Ah. So that's going to be 2d6. I'll just um, set those aside and roll them at the end. Uh, 13 to hit. Misses. Misses. One more attack, please. 17 to hit. Hits. 12 damage. Sick. Uh, yeah, activate your astral gauntlets. Uh, run along the top of these webs down here. Jump up to the bookshelf um, and start pounding into her. All three of you are fighting her atop this bookcase with uh, spider webs all around you. Cool. Uh, that- Do I take pimple damage? Uh, you don't take pimple damage because you're not within five feet. You yeah. can attack within ten mm-hmm. feet. Oh. It's specific to people within five feet. Uh, so if anything, you guys uh, see pimples popping near you. <sighs> um, that is <laughs> Callie's turn. Callie, at the start of your turn, deck save to not get caught in the webs. Nine plus six. Fifteen. You pass. Hey. Okay. I'm going to lightning up a thunderous smite. Nice. And go after her. Oh, am I still poisoned? No. It, okay. Start of your turn, you're good. Okay. Okay. 15 plus 9. 24 to hit. 24 hits. Great. I'm going to use... Fuck it. Go big. Go big. I'm going to get yeah. third level, flourish, and my thunderous smite. Sick. Pop that zit. <laughs> Stab down into this mess of spores and boils all along the back of this giant spider. First we dance, then we lance. <laughs> my AC is now 21. God, that rules. Those flourishes. I love watching those little diamonds dance. There's so many D8s. Dance for me, my children. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> 42 damage. Ooh. Callie, finish oh, this spider. Die. <laughs> I think that I uh, take... <laughs> I take what Saul said to heart, and I use my new sword that's meant to deal death and damage to lance all of her pimples. <laughs> uh, yeah, you slash across all of these um, spores and mushrooms that are growing there. Um, and, they and I like... summon a little aloe vera to oh. heal it. Afterwards. I hate it, but I love it. I can't stop watching. Why? Uh, you see she begins like having this uh, reaction before like turning over and passing out. She lets out this like terrible screech um, and she passes out, but it appears to still be breathing. Um, but after a little bit, you see her sister, the other librarian, 
Ah, yes. Um, I was watching from up here. Uh, it, it looks like you've managed to incapacitate my sister. Good work. Yeah. I can take yeah. it from here. Um, you see she <laughs> skitters along what are you the gonna... um, webs. Uh, you see she uh, starts spitting out web and putting her sister in like a cocoon uh-huh. <laughs> and then drags her away. Cool. Okay. It feels like everyone in fucking Bohemia has sibling issues. Am I right? I know you do, Calder. I know yeah. I do. I'm sure you saw in some capacity do. I mean, I Albert and I are, are very close and yeah. yeah, we didn't really fight that much. So I guess I got oh, a pretty okay. good relationship. But you know, okay. um, I'm, I'm hoping to get into a sibling squabble with you two one day. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would ever put you in a cocoon like that. <laughs> That's very nice because, you know, that librarian looked really stressed, and it's very sweet of her to put her in a tight little cocoon like that. Yeah. Oh, that's a better way of looking oh, at it. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like a anxiety blanket. Yeah. I wonder if she ate that birthday bug. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Um, I guess I open up this third shelf, and I look for serpents and such. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um... Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they have the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. You hop down and you guys are like constantly still getting stuck in these webs um but now you kind of have free reign of the room um so you're cutting through it um you find this section that saul had found um and you find all this stuff by this author named cordon the gold 
who, um, you see that they have a lot of books on dragons and um, the history of dragons and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and there's only one kind of slim tome about uh, serpents. Um, ah. But you see that um, there is a section on the Fey Wild and specifically on the Arch Fey and on um, Oberyn, Oberyn mm. um, the uh, Green Lord. There is a sketch on the first page, a silhouette of a broad-shouldered being, roughly in the shape of a man, but with stag horns, and he's wielding a bow. Um, and you see that there is uh, this passage that you find in this section that talks about kind of the taming of the Fey Wild, and when the crowns were made, and when the courts were made, and when the Eladrin first started like their civilizations. Mm. You see there is a prophecy that is associated with the Green Lord, and it reads as follows. Before Oberon ascended to the beast lands, he warned the newly civilized Fey to remember the wild. For though he was leaving it, he loved the land and wanted to protect it. He asked his faithful beasts to dig a hole one mile deep, and in there shot three arrows with his magic hunter's bow. The arrows turned to serpent eggs and were lodged deep in the earth and buried. Oberon warned that if the Fey sullied the land and reaped all its magic, the eggs would surface and expand, birthing the serpents, who would devour the land and deliver it back to the wild. Oh, this is it. Because my sister is definitely draining the Fey wild of... Some of it's magic. Callie, how many eggs did you start out with? Only one. Okay. So there are two more out Uh there. But if we found it and had a good relationship with it, (laughs) maybe we could like... You're talking about hatching the egg and then like raising it to not destroy the world? Yeah. That's it's a better plan. That's noble than having Glenn do it. <laughs> Glenn destroys everything he touches. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Thank you. But you have He's a couple so good weeks. Right. You have a couple good weeks. He's not emotionally mature enough to have that egg. <laughs> from what I know about Glenn, that egg needs a good family. Needs that a- egg needs a good nest. That's and right. Glenn He's... needs a good talking to. Yeah, he does. What do you think that the other two eggs are still in the Feywild? I imagine if one surfaced, the other two would have as well. I have no clue. Uh, Kelly, give me an insight check. I'll say you can do it with advantage. 17 plus 1. 18. Okay. Um, Kelly, when your sister was trusting you to be a courier with this, it seemed like a big job, but it was more of like a big job because she didn't trust you, and this was like an expensive thing. Like, dragon eggs are expensive, especially outside of someplace like the Living Wood where there's a lot of abundance. You were bringing this egg to just this like shitty beast master dude from Iron Deep who mm. had a bunch of dragons in cages and seemed just like sort of a common criminal or like low level in like a crime family or something. Callie, right. okay. you get the sense that your sister has no fucking yeah, clue what she's dealing with. Yeah, that's what I was with. thinking. I think my sister didn't even know what this was. Uh, yeah. Which means that if So you can hold are, this over her. 
Yeah, you're right, I can. <laughs> I'm getting one over on Glenn. I'm getting one over on Syrah. That's right. We're going to put them in cocoons. Everything's coming up, Callie. <laughs> As I say that, a couple dandelions sprout out. <laughs> um, Saul sneezes. But this will also mean that if there are two others, they could have not emerged yet, but they also could be in the hands of someone who doesn't know what they are also. Right, so we have to, we gotta, we have to get, at least we have to get the one that we know about. Yeah. That's a good start. To deal with the two that we don't. This is weird, but I think we need to ask Queen Umberspore if we can hang on to this text. It right. seems like just even this information being out there could be misused. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's apply for that library card. Uh huh. Because then we can keep this book for you know a long time. Yeah. Sure and we, you know we've got eight thousand gold. I think we can pay the late fees. Yeah. yeah. And if we never come back here, we'll just owe them the right accumulate. I mean, yeah, be. we could just our late fee can be like an annual donation to the library, <laughs> which is something yeah. I can get behind. That, you guys, you guys do know that elves live so long that their library huh. uh, <laughs> lets you loans it out for a while. All right. Like you can hang on to this bad boy for like a year. Wow, we won't even uh. get a letter. All right. I, uh, I sheath my sword and unsheath a quill so I can sign up for a library card. Great. Yeah, you go up. Um, the sort of uh, main librarian here um, who is uh, who has summoned some uh, nearby clerics who you see uh, are uh, starting to patch up the spider that had all the fungus on her that was messed up. Does look thankful. Comes over to oh, you guys. Oh, that's good. Thank you so much for freeing up the restricted section and, I suppose, helping my sister. No doubt. Of course. Yeah. Um, Does she may I offer you free dropping? library cards? Free? Free. Every what? other library card is such an expensive <laughs> membership. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope, I'm willing to offer you free library cards. Wow. That is amazing. I am beside myself. They do things different in this game. They really do. In the Feywild, it's like the VIP membership. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Keep you gotta it, put in they... a spell slot to check out a book yes. launch pad. <laughs> I don't got any of those. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's, I we love a library card. I'd yeah. love to rent this, uh, the book on Ultras. My yeah. name is Maeve Haypenny. <laughs> oh yes, I'm Dungeon Virgin Kilday with a C. Okay. Uh, let me um uh, just write that down here. I'm and, beautiful, but I'm all so smart and I never get any credit for it yeah. because mm-hmm. I'm so beautiful. Where does that, is there like a back where we can write that description? Yeah. Um, just, yeah, live. I suppose I can just write that as part of your name. Yes. Okay. And I'm Saul Buffo. Great. Saul Buffo. Here you go. Just make sure that you get these back on time within seven years. You got it. I will set an alert. Draconian, but I guess that makes sense. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, we have a nest to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you need from us? You saved my sister and unlocked a, um, freed up a huge part of the library. I think mm-hmm. I'm good. Okay, we spilled a lot of travel trough down there. Yes. <laughs> I warn you. <laughs> you true. brought food into the library. We brought just, well, just a light travel trough. <laughs> right. I mean, my sister may not have even gone mad. She might have just saw that you had food in the restricted section. Well, we popped a lot of pimples, too, so you're really just going to want to do, like, a thorough mopping We're just going to have to go ahead and call a cleaning crew. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, ciao for now. Yep. <laughs> All right. We'll see I you. was so slick. <laughs> ciao for now. Ciao for now. We'll see you in seven years. Ciao for now. All right. Uh, everybody take a bow. I squeeze Calder's hand. <laughs> That's what I needed before. Yeah, you do. You got you got a theater kid hand squeeze on each side. Yeah. Calder pirouettes his way out of the library. <laughs> Sweet. 
Um, Saul's still holding her hand and gets thrown into a wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys leave this library. Uh, where An do you expeditious wanna... pirouette. <laughs> where do you guys want to go from here? Oh. Should we check in on Elzor? Yeah, we could do that. All right, yeah. Right. Um, sure. Just and knock hit, on their door. And then hit the nest because I'm I'm hurt. Well, oh, gosh. Do you need, like, some bandages? No, I just... Also, a, I'm so sleep. sorry. I forgot I could have prevented one of those hits on you. <laughs> I, it's a new weapon. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally cool. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have gotten hit every single time. That was rough. But it's, <laughs> it's not your fault. It was my fault. Okay. I attacked the spider with a sword. Do you want us to yeah. put you in a cocoon? After we talk to Elzor, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe instead of a nest, we should do a cocoon tonight. Ooh, just for one night. Yeah, one night <laughs> in a cocoon. Sweet. Um, you guys go back to um, the castle, this wide stone building, and you do see that there are all these, um, these glass windows overlooking... Uh, the city here. Um, you see different colors of fairy fire coming from different wands and all these um, mushrooms all around. I'll say that you guys speak to um, w- one of the people working here, one of like the knights, and ask where um, Elzor is staying. Um, and you find the room, and you do see that there are two guards outside of the room. Um, is there angsty music coming from the room? Yeah, there's um, an angsty <laughs> lute playing. <laughs> like, live? Like Elzor's playing the lute. <laughs> no, yeah. Elzor's lute player is in yeah. there. Elzor's playing. Elzor's playing the so lute very cool. emoly. Oh wow! I take out All my right. bird pipes and I start playing with the lute. Oh, you know I start frog humming. Hey, you see, uh, one of the guards holds their hands up. Hey, hey, hey! Okay, I know you're guests of the castle, but the princess Elzor is being punished. <laughs> yeah, and we just want to go make sure they're okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're checking in to make sure that they're being properly punished. Did nobody come to assess the punishment? Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Callie? Mm. <laughs> no, I think you should do it. Oh, all right, fair. It's <laughs> about right. My Christmas plus two, but I got a five, so it's a seven. A seven. They just look at you. No, you absolutely can't go in there. No. Okay. Elsa! Elzor, command them, command them to leave. Uh, You guys don't hear Elzor. You just keep hearing the loot play. (gasps) Okay. Oh. (gasps) Oh my god. Okay, okay. I want to find another place of egress, Mm. and I want to try to track where Elzor went. Awesome. Um, (laughs) So you guys know where Elzor's room is. You guys are down the hall. Um, You guys are escorted to your nest. Um, And once you get there, uh, you do see that there's a way to... um, These windows have like little like balconies out there. And as you guys like go out to like look out and try to track Elzor, you do see that Elzor is flying up with Igneous. Look like they like broke Igneous out of the infirmary. And flies back onto the balcony, looks around in all directions... And then you see they like very quietly sneak back into um, their room. Okay. Should we sneak in as well? Yeah, we could sneak out across the, the roof we... and pop in. Can we sneak out and maybe we should get a dragon owl? Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Should we bring some mushrooms? It, it seems rude to show up empty handed. Um, yeah, you do see that there are uh, dragon owls uh, flitting around the cave uh, above Calder, you. Calder whistles for one. Uh, sweet. Go ahead, and me, go ahead and give me an animal handling check. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yep. Dragon Elf flies down, attaches to the um, banister of this uh, balcony. Calliope takes out a speaking stone and calls a Dragon Elf. 
Give me an animal handling check. <laughs> wow, you can just hail a dragon owl. <laughs> 16. Sick, yeah. You see another one uh, comes down. These are very uh, domesticated. Um, mm, right. I look at Calder and I'm like, race you. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. Saul, I'll say there's room for you on one of them. Uh, it's like a horse, so two people can go on like yeah. a small perch. Saul, jump on quick because we gotta catch Callie. <laughs> Saul rolls his eye and just grabs onto the tail. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, give me contested uh, animal handling checks between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I am making the decision not. You're gonna cast... have to match my nat twenty. Oh! <laughs> Can I just cast sleep on his dragon instead? <laughs> you want to risk hurting him? Wait, Callie, I'm on Can this I dragon too. Can I cast sleep on his dragon owl and then feather fall on them? Sure. <laughs> this is absolutely fucked. Okay, no, no. Uh, no it's fine. You know what? No, no, no. That's old Callie. That's old Callie. I'll just do the... Okay, I got. I only got a tw- thirteen. Okay, um, I'll say that you see. Callie uh, thinks of casting sleep and then feather fall. Calder sees the spell in your hand. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? I already have most of his money. <laughs> yeah, Callie is uh, going to cast a spell. She was like neck and neck with you, but decided thought about cheating for too long, uh, and you're able to blow past her. Um, and you guys land on this balcony outside of um, Elzor's room. You see that uh, there's. This little door open. Elzor uh, looks at you guys and goes, "Oh, hey guys!" And you see, has this like self-playing lute there, uh, and uh, slick waves their hand and it starts playing a different song. Holds out their hands um, and hits you guys with rapport spores and goes, "Probably easier for us to talk like this." Right, right, uh, right. While the guards are outside. Um, you guys look inside. Um, you guys enter a wide, huge room. Not necessarily just because of their royalty, but because. It looks like Igneous stays in here, too. You see that there's this, like, uh, kind of like Princess Shiverblight, there's, like, this, like, indentation, this little drop-off, this circular, like, bowl in the floor mm-hmm. that looks to be, that has, like, like pillows and blankets and stuff that looks to be um, oh. Igneous's sleeping Sick area. Sick nest. Um, it's a nest. Thank you. And I'm all right, by the way. Mother just gets a little bit protective of me. Oh, yeah, we wanted to ask. How are you feeling better? Uh, yeah, you look at Igneous. Um, you see she's got some, like, bandages on her scales and stuff, but... She's fine. Um, you know, she got herself a long rest. She looks okay. Oh. Why is the queen so protective of you? Well, I suppose my mother is protective of all of her children, but we're the only ones who get in trouble all the time. Um, by going out you're the, the wild world. child. I'm a bit of a wild child. I guess a bit <laughs> of a rebel. Yeah, you know what? You have that energy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you see, she... Uh, goes over um, and sits in the bowl. <laughs> so what do people do to party down here? Um, well, there's uh, some pretty sick bars. Really? Yeah, there's a place called the Whispering Drake. They've got like all kind of, uh, uh, they've got ale, they've got uh, this thing called Crick Water, which will fuck you right up. Call their whistles for the dragon owl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can, we can head out there. It might be easier to talk there. Yeah, let's do it. Do you need to put on like a disguise or something? Nah, whatever. <laughs> I'm already grounded. How can I get more grounded? Wild <laughs> children over here. What's the drinking age here? 40, 45? 46? The drinking age is 33. Amazing. <laughs> How old are you, Calder? Nine. Really? <laughs> I'm 65. You're nine. Yeah. You're not nine. <laughs> Fine. Eight and a half, mom. <laughs> What's the funniest age for a frog to be? I think 29. <laughs> 29 is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, just 
you just gotta act cool, okay? Okay, all right. All right, just act chill. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you see uh, Igneous and Elzor pop up, um, keeps the uh, automatic loot playing um, as they fly out. Uh, you guys fly out on um, these dragon elves that you have borrowed. I think Saul is actually going to Spider-Man with his tongue. Yeah, you, oh, you swing along uh, mm. with your tongue. Yeah. And you find a musty old tavern lit dimly by some green fairy fire lanterns outside that um, as you walk in, you see they kind of shine through and give the area a little bit of a glow. Not only are there those lights, but there's myconid patrons and servers who glow with bioluminescent lights. You see there's a large blue myconid attending uh, bar, uh, and you see Elzor uh, nods and goes, Bluebird? Um, and um, the giant mushroom goes, ah, Sneaking away from the castle again, Prince X? Yeah, you know me. You know how I do. <laughs> Um, you see that um, all of these buildings are like super wide and their ceilings are pretty high because they do have dragons in them. You see that um, there's smoke. It's it's like a very smoky tavern, but not because people are smoking, because there are dragons in here. Right. They're not vaping. Okay. Um, and like steam is coming out of their nostrils. Um, so um, Igneous and uh, Elzor come in here with you guys. Elzor goes and uh, orders a drink, uh, gets a crick water, uh, and gets one for uh, Igneous, um, and they go and pull up at a table. You uh, guys can get whatever you want. Win in the cave, do what the caverns do. Yeah, I could use a stiff a stiff drink after okay. today. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. Bluebird uh, pours you guys some crick water. Uh, I take yeah. a sip. <laughs> uh, you take a sip. Um, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. 18. 18. Uh, you handle your ship pretty good, but as soon as you go to drink it, the fumes hit you so hard that you already start to feel drunk. <laughs> oh, oh, do you not even have to drink this? <laughs> I take a sip. Uh, you take a sip. Go ahead and give me a concept, girl. 19. 19. Uh, Callie, you handle your shit. Same Ooh. thing. Uh, Saul's a little cautious, uh, and he can drink through his skin, so he's just going to put his finger into the oh, cup. Oh, okay. Ooh. Give me a constitution saving throw with advantage. Though. Oh, nice. 17. 17. You guys are handling Ooh, it like champs. Right. Yeah, heavyweights. Um, this feels right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you see, um, as you guys take your sips and <laughs> dip your fingers in and huff it, Bluebird goes, yeah, the, before the uh, Void Elves were the Void Elves, they lived at a place called the Crick, and the Crick's oh. waters were famous for having hallucinogenic properties. And um, <laughs> I see three mushrooms talking to yeah. me. <laughs> hey, did it hit you yet, buddy? <laughs> anyway, we've been able to uh, recreate it here. Oh, wow. I'm wow. going to make a bit, I'm going to try and make a bit of mint to accent it. Ooh. Sweet. So I picture just a nice mint tree and... <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a performance check. 15. You make a sound like a toddler shitting their pants. Uh, and Callie, Callie, go to the, Callie, go to the bathroom. Callie. A couple little mint leaves um, that don't look super healthy, but you're on your way there. Come hey, out of your hands. Let me muddle those for you. Saul activates his gauntlets and punches them really hard. <laughs> and Calder will uh, get these glasses Ooh. nice and frosty. <laughs> We're having mojitos today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Sweet. Um, you guys frost up your glasses. You join Elzor and Igneous at the table. So what's where's next for you guys? So we're... Um, we have to figure out how we're going to surprise the green elves. Yeah. Um, they've got something that we need. Uh, and apparently two more of something exists somewhere in the world. Yeah. I guess maybe we, maybe we need to find an audience with... The Void Elves, because they're the ones that are being impersonated. Um, mm -hmm. 
maybe they'll have more of a dog in the fight happening above. Yeah, and if they've got more of this crick water, I'm going to need some. Saul drinks it, and you see, like, fumes come out of his skin. <laughs> Your vent is venting. <laughs> um, do you have any idea how to reach out to void elves? <clears throat> no, I think they kind of generally are seen when they want to be seen and aren't seen when they don't want to be seen. Do you have any idea if who could be our allies in this situation? Well, we are not in a choice position right now. Mm-hmm. Well, if you need to head down south to try to deal with the green elves, there is my uncle Shroomrot, who there are more deep elves to the south. Everyone's name here is really awesome. <laughs> uncle Shroomrot? My uncle Shroomrot, yes. Right. He and my mother don't get along very well. Uh, she doesn't really trust him, but I think he's pretty cool. All right, if you think yeah. he's cool. Yeah, would you give us an introduction? Yeah, I could I could get you down to um to my uncle's lair. There's several ways we can do it. We can either travel through the woods. It's quite far away. Um there's also a fungal network that we could travel through under the ground, but it's quite dangerous. Oh, that uh, sounds oh. really fun. Yeah, I'm more into it might be the Crickwater talking, but I'm into the dangerous <laughs> route. Yeah. Right. How does that work? Do we I'm like kind of like highway to the danger zone? Yeah, is my that's vibe what I'm right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, essentially, there's a giant network of fungus under the living wood. It's been burned away by some people who don't want the mushrooms near their lairs or don't want the deep elf sneaking around mm. under them. Uh, so a lot of the blue lairs, a lot of the green lairs, you're not going to be able to get to. But I, I visited my Uncle Shroomrot through there before. In fact, I've run away to there several times. All right, well, let's, let's run away there again. One more again, yeah. I wonder if we just use the summit as a chance to just steal from the green elves. Yeah. I wonder if, I mean... No one we've talked to has said, yeah, Glenn Fear's walking around with a fucking egg showing it off, which makes me well, think that he's not got it on his person, which makes no. me think that the summit could be a chance for us to just go steep. Well, the leaders will be away, but I have to imagine that like the egg would be guarded back at their base, so yeah. we can hopefully catch him by surprise. Or that might be the moment that they reveal the egg to everybody. Oh, to the fuck you absolutely <sighs> fucking right. There's also the... Ruby scale is not around anymore to burn the fungus in that area. Hmm. We could also get to their old lair and Before thus the summit. There. So oh. we can go early to the summit. That's another case the joint. Okay. Okay. People say that that area is like haunted. What does that mean? Yeah, like you don't think it's <laughs> it's not like really haunted, is right. it? Well, like does a ghost dragon haunt it? Yeah, like, like people don't were... hunt around there. No, is it's it... I think it's less literal. It's more like sacrilegious to be there. Indeed. A a mushroom told me about sacrilege. Yes. (laughs) You see. I have another fucking pamphlet in my back pocket. You see, he's he's drinking water at a nearby table. (laughs) Hello. We have the pamphlet. (laughs) You know, you don't need that stuff to be happy. (laughs) We'll read the pamphlet on our own time. I take a huge, spiteful swig. (laughs) When did you put on a tie? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um,. Um, yes, it's um, more just sacrilegious. Right. So, is there time to do both? Meet Shroomrot and get to the Red Lair? Yeah. Yes, I, I think it I think it'd be possible to do both. Okay. Is right. it possible to do both those things and sleep in our nest for the night? The traveling through the network is quite quick. All right. Okay. I think that's what we want to do then. Okay. 
Yeah, that sounds great. Saul's having trouble modulating because of the crick rot. Or the crick water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go up to the mushroom. Hey, there's a bunch of holes in your pamphlet here. <laughs> I just don't understand a few things. <laughs> no, you're going to engage him in a conversation. Well, well, that's the thing. You just have to have faith. Uh, and then the mushroom sits there and has a really long talk with you. Uh, you see uh, Calder is cornered all night. <laughs> <laughs> this was a dumb way to get a free drink. Um, I take out my bird pipes, and I definitely want to jam with Elzor. Sweet. Great. Elzor uh, pulls out, uh, does have uh, another loot that's Great. not like a magic one, um, and uh, plays along with you, Kelly. Weep, 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 <laughs> you have weep, a beautiful weep, weep. voice, Saul. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> More of a backing track, but I'm happy to add in. <laughs> uh, sweet. Um, yeah, you guys uh, spend the night playing music um, and uh, drinking with uh, Elzor. Oh, that's mm. great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, are there any places to get clothing around here? Hmm. I could use boots. I'm still wearing... Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with your boots? I'm Well, they're slippers. <laughs> Which yeah, I love. And they're so, monograms. I love them. Calder, I'm barefoot. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Calder, I'll say that you can find some boots like, pretty easily. And the good news is I already have socks. Yeah. So, yeah. You can wear them all together. If, if we're at a place... I think, like, can I, like, pretend like I'm trying something on and go into the fitting room? Yeah, hmm. I think you you find, um, like, a deep elf tailor, um, and you go in, and okay. uh, you begin shopping. I think I have, like, this, like, I think I, like, go into the fitting room and, like, pretend like I'm, like, I, like, grab something that, like, just, like, a track jacket. <laughs> like I'm trying it on. Shoplifting? (laughs) (laughs) And then I think when I go in there, I'm like, I have this like dress that like Glenn liked that I grabbed from the Belfry and I like take it out and I try it on and it's like, it just doesn't even fit anymore. Like my shoulders have become a bit too broad for it. And I think I just like, stare in the mirror and I'm just like I fucking hate this dress <laughs> I like brought it because I was gonna wear it when I saw him like so everything's been going so fast and I think like I finally have a moment to realize that I've just completely outgrown this um, and then I think I just want to try and sell it to them hey do you buy second hand <laughs> Um, yeah, I I suppose so. Consignment? Yeah, this is, oh, this is strange. Normally we just gray cloaks and fungi and things like that. This could catch a decent price. Yeah, it's like imported. It's from the Feywild, very exotic. Very interesting. Yeah, so just, uh, I don't know. What would this fetch for you? Uh, give me a persuasion check. 23. Oh, well, looks like it's a fine silk dress. Why don't we say 10 gold? Yeah. Alright, I take the 10 gold and I'm like, we've got 10 gold more to buy! Potions with! <laughs> Alright! Uh, are you gonna buy the track jacket or did it <laughs> fit or... Yeah, actually, I try on the track jacket. I'm like, yeah, this looks really good. Uh, well, How much for the track jacket? Damn, it's gonna be ten gold. Fuck. <laughs> do you have any other track jackets? Hold on, wait. Yeah, do you have like okay. three matching have track a lot jackets? Of track jackets, yeah. <laughs> okay, we all need track jackets. <laughs> do, you, do you have one in medium? <laughs> um, uh, looks at you. Yes. As I'll take did. it. <laughs> 
Tracy Calder puts on the tiniest track jacket. Saul sews an M into a large tag. (laughs) (laughs) This is perfect. (laughs) There's one last thing Saul would like to do, if that's okay. Uh, Is there like a stationary store around? Sure, yeah. Saul buys um, a scroll or Mm. a notebook or a journal of some sort. Oh, I gotta send something to Krugan. And starts writing the tale of Foster and his friends. Thinking back to what Alvin said and realizing that this has been a pretty wild ride. Somebody should probably record some of it. (gasps) Wow. Mm. I see you writing and it reminds me I've been making a mental note to send postcards to Krugan from everywhere I go. Oh, nice. So I look for I look for whatever this area is called. Yeah, you find postcard. like a little um What's a, a little stationary mu- store called. <laughs> the stationary store is called um, Shroom for Shroom, Improvement. Shroom for Improvement, yeah. <laughs> it's also a self-help store. That's you great, see yeah. there's mm-hmm. uh, a really stern mushroom uh, pointing at you uh, and says infect your life with spores. <laughs> That seems um, like adjacent to the Christ thing. And then I just, I write uh, Krugan a note that just says, Dear Krugan, we all got matching track jackets. Love, Calliope. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, you give it to a messenger Drake here. <laughs> right. All right. I'm ready to sleep now then. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. We've got um, our new pajamas. Yeah, you guys uh, you guys are a little buzzed after having uh, had some crick water out at the tavern here. Did we here. drunkenly buy track jackets? I, I no think way so. regret we would get this in the morning. <laughs> no, no way. way. <laughs> you know what, Saul? Sew it into my skin because I never want to wear anything else. <laughs> oh my God. I'll freaking do it. Guys, everyone. What? It's like a tattoo okay. except a jacket. I know you haven't had crick water before, but you just, you don't want to commit to anything super hard. Speak louder. I'm on the roof. I, you're screaming right now. Is it just me is my or my song lyric tattoos turning into vines? Or is it the crick water? That's, that's definitely your vines. You got vines. Your veins are dancing. Your veins are vines. My veins are vines. Your veins are vines. Yeah, I'll say as uh, Saul is kind of uh, scribbling in his notebook, like <laughs> writing kind of some of the sites and kind of the things you guys have seen, um, you guys are all kind of laughing and having fun. And Callie, after having given away this dress, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the reflection of a window and uh, see that uh, the rain has stopped and there are little buds of flowers in your hair. I... The vines are spreading! The vines are spreading! Get them off me! Get them off me! <laughs> I think I'm also... I think I'm also... Since I'm pretty fucked up from Crickwater, <laughs> I'm like trying to get Calder to drunk dial the giant. <laughs> <laughs> You should talk to Ultras right now. Yeah, he just, oldie. He talks so much about like the same thing. I know, but like, what if you started to come right? Because okay. he's not asking you questions about yourself. Yeah. Okay, and I think you we should... need to learn how to talk about yourself. Yeah, Ultras, you up? <laughs> Tris, Ultras, you up? Tris, you there? <laughs> Tris, is this how you want to do this? <laughs> God damn! I'm gonna wake up and want to forget that I did this, huh? Um, I'm really fucked up, Ultras. All right, I'm gone. I, I don't. I don't even know why I called you. You guys see, as Calder drunk dials his cursed helm. You guys see, Calder passes out. What? Whoa, whoa! I'm so fucking gone. Oh. 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 And 
Um, as you guys go to catch him, uh, kind of in slow motion, Calder, uh, you you kind of get tunnel vision, and then everything goes black, and then you wake up, and you no longer feel drunk. You're present, like you're in a dream. Um, you're on an icy plane. It looks like the frigid north, but there's no uh, buildings here. You're not near Frostwind. You're not near your village. Um, there's not even any lakes or mountains, just an endless plain of ice. Every once in a while, cold wind kicks up some frost as it blows through you and gives you a chill in your bones. And as you are navigating this icy plain, you see suddenly you are stopped by uh, this force field that pops up, this giant arcane barrier that gives everything on the other side a purple hue. It looks a little bit like the Esri bubble, just this like force cage and um, just makes everything on the other side a little bit blurry. And you see one of the things on the other side is a huge frost giant, about 30 feet tall, this giant warrior with a huge axe and patchwork armor, long gray hair, um, and a white beard. Uh, has the heads of smaller humanoids and other giants on his belt. Uh, you see he wears a polar bear pelt cape. His helm is missing. Uh, just matted gray hair on top of his head. Um, and you see he leans down on the other side of the barrier to face you face to face and goes, The frigid north. The strong survive out here. Things are what they're meant to be. The tiny ones, they are weak. They build up their cities because they are small. Are you small, Calder? I've always considered myself medium build. Hmm. Peace has softened you. Softened the giants. Um, I think you're brave and you're strong. That's good. But, but just because you're big doesn't make everybody else small. Oh, there are some who have stood taller than me. It is true. But they are a lot shorter when their heads leave their shoulders. Um, you see gestures to some of the heads on his belt. Doesn't that smell or do you not? Not mine. Awful, but you get used to it. <laughs> what you're facing, it is not unlike war. And in war, you take allies where you can get them. And when the fighting's over, then you can look at each other and decide if you're really friends. What do you know about this war? What do you know about this egg this egg I know nothing of this egg but I know of strength and steel and battle and glory and to get this egg back I think you're going to need some of that I might and I might look to you 
But maybe I'll be able to find those things somewhere else, too. I'm not going to wait around for you, Calder. What you absolute fuck boy. What are you going to do? <laughs> I just want to test out my options. <laughs> See, holds his hand up to the force cage. You want to protect your people. I want them to rule the world. Our motives align in part. You want to protect our people at the expense of others. I want to protect my people where they are. Do you see these heads at my belt, Calder? We already spoke of them. Yes. <laughs> and we spoke of how bad they stand. Basically, eye level for <laughs> right. me. Yeah. <laughs> One of these is my father. Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> Serious Jeez Louise stuff. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely not. <laughs> I don't bring that up for no reason. Yeah. I bring that up because my father once lorded over me, and when the time came and I became stronger than him, I killed him and became the warlord that I am now. If you should be able to conquer me, if what you're saying, that you can find it somewhere else, somewhere without the great ultras, then you could put my head on your tiny belt. But until then, I do not want to just sit here in the fucking snow. Okay, let me just talk to my friends about all of this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I... Look, I just checked a book out of the library. Yeah. I need to, I need to peruse it. Well, I was said... only able to skim it before we chatted. Right. <laughs> But then you got drunk and you said, I said, do you want to do this now? And yeah. you said, yeah. I was like, no, I was so fucked right. up when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I might regret this in the morning, but <laughs> Ultras, I, I will accept your help and your power. And I accept your challenge. All right, dog, let's do this. <laughs> Uh, you uh, hold up your hands to meet uh, his. I do. Uh, you touch it against the force cage. I give and it a theater kid squeeze. <laughs> you go to give it a theater kid squeeze, and then there's like a little bit of a glitch out, and you find yourself on the other side of the force cage, but then you quickly are back where you were, and you wake up with everybody else. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Oh man! <laughs> Are we like waking up in the next in the nest the next did you, morning? Did you think you like carried him all the way back? I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah we're, like, you wake up yeah. in the nest the next morning. I was trancing, so I'm like I've got like yeah, a, a little breakfast going, and mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that quick wall I was strong. Damn, guys, thanks for taking my shoes off. That was solid. <laughs> Do you know that you left that your socks on though? Yeah. We actually we took them off and then lost the shoes. <laughs> Those were new. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm making like a mushroom tea. I'm yeah. making a chaga mushroom. A little tea. chaga chino, chaga yeah. Are you good, man? You just like passed out, and we like heard you mumbling. Yeah, tell I no regret for the track jacket, <laughs> so that's good. Oh yeah, yeah, um, no regrets. You see that Saul has sewed mine into me. <laughs> <laughs> Those, that stitching looks infected. 
Um, the voice in my head, um, you know, the voice of Ultras. Yeah, yeah. United the Giants that yeah. tried to conquer that guy. the world. Yeah. yeah. So when I drunk dialed him last night, we had a, a conversation and okay. I accepted his power. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's kind of like on our team now, I think. Wow. I don't know if it's a good thing. Can I remove the helmet now that I've so taken you actually this? can remove the helm now. Okay. Can I remove the helmet and sort of project it out into the room and see if Ultras can talk to everybody? You don't feel like you can really command Ultras with it, but as you like hold it at your side and you feel kind of like more comfortable with it, you feel yourself properly attuned to it, not being like um, kind of forced against your will to wear it. Um, and this helm had already given you plus one to your armor class, um, but it also has a number of abilities. Whoa. There's strength of Ultras. Before you make an attack roll, saving throw or ability check, you can harness the strength of Ultras for a surge of power. Your strength becomes 25, and you can add an additional D12 to your weapon damage oh for that my attack. Gosh! Oh, okay. Each time you do this, you add a charge to the helm. If you do it after you after you make an attack roll or saving throw, the number of charges is doubled. You also have the resolve of Ultras. If an attack brings you to zero hit points, you can harness the strength of Ultras to remain at one hit points. Yes. Each time you do this, you add two charges to the helm. The number of charges required doubles each time you use the ability before resetting on a long rest. You also have giant leadership. As a bonus action, you may gain one charge on the helm to command an ally you can see within 30 feet to make an attack with their reaction. Whoa. The next time you take a long rest, Ultras will try to conquer your mind. The DC <laughs> to resist is a con save eight plus the number of charges. The charge is clear after a long rest. Oh, so that's, that's so the deal. <laughs> Calda, I think this is awesome. Great. As long as you guys, you know, when we go to sleep, just, you know, fingers crossed, I don't get dominated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we'll just have to, like, beat the shit out of you every night before we go to bed to, like, soften you up a little bit. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Is that how it'll work? Yeah, I think so. That's what we're going to have to do, yeah. unfortunately. All right. <laughs> I think, Calder, I think that you've done something brave, and I think that you are going to fucking best this guy. This okay. is going to be the helm of Calder Kill Day when you're done with it. Damn, Calliope, really, you always know what I need to hear. You razz me when it doesn't matter, but you're here for me when it counts. <laughs> yeah, you. A raspberry. Yes. <laughs> Calder, you get kind of the sense from um, what Callie has just said, what Ultras was saying, and kind of holding this helm does look remarkably like the helm that you wore and that you grew up wearing. You get the sense that you could eventually conquer this dude and this... Wow. You could have all the power of it without him, but yeah. comes at a great risk. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle. It'll hey, be a marathon. This won't be the first time that you've overcome the magic of someone else to make it your own. You got this. Thanks, Saul. Okay, let's eat breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. my goodness. Yeah, wow, no. So it's a good thing that I said that we dragged him home. Otherwise, he would have had to already do a save against Ultras. Oh, shit. Oh, that's true. Well, he didn't use any charges. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's kind God. of whenever you tap into it. It's basically, it's just a plus one helm unless you tap into use it. So basically, you want to either strategically be like, cool, I can 
definitely get this amount of con saves, so we're cool to just be freewheeling with that. <laughs> and then in some extreme circumstances, I might be like, hey, I got to risk my life here. I just wow. got to do that. This is, fucking, this is tight. Can't yeah. wait to shower you with roses. <laughs> I definitely, that's why I was like, oh, he's got to talk. We got to find out what's going on with the hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Glad we're doing it. This is better than keeping it in the ice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we finally got a cursed freaking item in the show. Yeah. Um, sweet, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for uh, listening. Uh, you can listen to us talk more about this over on our short rest. Uh, that's patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Yeah. Let's plug our let's plug our Instagram and our live shows. Yeah. Follow the Instagram so you can find out about the live shows. Uh, but we have live shows in Toronto, New York, and Vancouver all coming up towards the end of the summer. Yeah, um, check them out. They're yeah. if not sold out, they some of them are out. some of them are sold out. And, and we've close got to it. a couple more coming yeah. before twenty twenty two wraps mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Exciting stuff on the horizon. I'm gonna replug someone that sent us stuff a while ago. There was a place called Scuttlebutt Soap Co. Ooh. Um, and I've recently gotten back into bar soap Ooh. and discovered it in a drawer. And it, there's the, the two crew one is really spicy and nice. I don't oh. I don't think that they ever sold this. They just made yeah. it for us and sent yeah. it. And, and it's all like themed. It's really nice. And you're just you're just eating the soap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. else do you do it. with it? Why not? I, I mean, saute it up and right. then eat it with a fork and a knife. Yeah. Oh, you have to have yeah. it hot. It's yeah. a butter alternative. Exactly. A better alternative. A better butter <laughs> soap. A better butter. <laughs> <laughs> Ask anyone. Um, I would love to plug our P.O. box, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Of course. All right. Here we go, folks. It's 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Please send us some stuff. Stuff like Jeremy in Critzburg, who sent us some more duck dice. We are flush with duck dice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for the duck dice. But don't stop sending them. Yep. Don't stop sending them. Uh, They're we... all getting used, or some of them get tossed into the audiences at live shows. Mm-hmm. There you go. You might receive a duck. <laughs> um, Alex E. sent us some homemade dungeon court gavels. Uh, the hammers have a dice with a two and a 20 carved on either side. Check out hornleaf.com to see more of Alex's work. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, I love banging a gavel and uh, attempting to ruin the audio of every DD court <laughs> session we do. Let's see. Amber C. sent us uh, each transparent dice with stuff inside. Mine has frogs. Emily's, of course, has ducks. Yeah. Jake's has polar bears and Murph's has a shield. Them. Rolling them tonight. It's great. It, I would prefer just all ducks. I, I want to really just like get like a full goblet of duck dice. <laughs> <all> ducks. <laughs> I'll take the frogs. Let's see. Keith K. sent us another treasure trove of anime goodies and also some of their personal dice, including a black Aww. set that nearly TPK'd the party while Ooh. Keith was DMing. Oh, Thank you. wow. Wow. Murph, keep your hands off of those <laughs> Give me them. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, Cal sent us uh, lovely notes. Incredibly cool dice holder shaped like daggers and also a puzzle of a cartoon frog playing golf while taking a shit. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> extremely weird, but also delightful. Thank you, Cal. I uh, got a couple more. Tasha C sent us some loose leaf teas and D20 reusable Yay. tea bags. Wow. wow. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also sent Emily a book about fermentation. I'm imagining for um, alcohol or something like that. Alcohol. You could also or ferment kombucha. Uh, sourdoughs. Mm-hmm. You could ferment kombucha. You can ferment just about anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. 
Uh, thank you so much, Tasha. And happy belated birthday to Giancarlo. Mm. And yeah. last plug. Oh, this is a good one. Kenny sent us a Mr. Toad enamel pin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So now we can always uh, admire our favorite idol, Rich Amphibian. <laughs> mm. <laughs> thank you, dearly, Kenny. You are a true badger. Thank you. <laughs> uh, sweet, guys. Uh, and with that, uh, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use. At CHMurfsMe, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Astro's Emily, and at Jake Rhodes' is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag. Tag NADPOD, that's N-E-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. Well, 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 it's time to thank our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Hugh C., later McSkater, Matt M., Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Daniel G. Dylan B., who is missing his own D&D game to see NADPOD live in L.A. Hell yeah, I hope it was a good time. Dungeon, Dungeon Mama, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Michael McDee, Vincent W., Miss Tur Cole, Victor T., Balnor's Boy Forever, Dominic Person, Andrew B., Justin I., Ragnar Fairdwin, TJM, Trele the Crayfay, Jared E., Christopher B., Damiel R., Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, the head chef at a little place called Manja's, Richard X. Machina, Michael L., Taylor S., Callum L., Jack L., Sam L., Nicholas C., Thaddeus Maximus, King of the Boobs, Mike H., Martin P., Matthew E., way cooler than Angry Wheat, Adam G., Tyler F., Panama James, Andrew the Bard, nope, sorry, just Andrew the Druid here. I started vaping because Duck Team made it cool. Captain Sigil, Diana DSL, CC Lulu, Michelle O., Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, Timmy R., Croc, Aholic, Lucas B., Ryko, It's Kevin, Calder's Cold Come, hashtag rise my comrades, spread the camaraderie. Happy birthday, 8-Bit Guest. Wow, thank you so much for that. New York, Taylor B., the vengeful one-winged angel. Cass, Skateboard Cass, Stephen C., Michael M., Mike K., Lady T., Joy T., Nara, Jake L., Nick W., Brave the Badger, Esme M., Mutton the the Mad Druid, a has-been trying to undo his friend who has been stuck as a polymorphed sheep for three weeks. Foster the Boneless Duck, Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Percival, Frederickstein, Von Muscle, Klowowski, DiRolo III, Christian A, J, Dragonborn, Joe Rowe, The Inapropo, Liam D, The Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonis, John the Third, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Rebecca G, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye P, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, Wood Elf Theron, who is desperately trying to fix his oath bow. Good luck with that, bud. Blair the Bug Blair Barblarian, Cat C, Kelsey J, Pork Chop, Ariel the Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, aka Valacy Raptor, Minette is evolving into Girados. Oh my god, we are all gonna die. Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, the Charming Fluff. Robert Crisp, Telekitty Creations, Fan Illustrator, Insert Request. Let's 
let's do the um the statue of Salder Bilde, uh, the ice sculpture. There you go. Godspeed. Ploops, Carly A, Addie K, AP, Cleric, Lori P, those who love and give where they can. Spam gaming the birthday boy. Wish me luck with my first hangover. What should I get for my first drink? First drink, let's go whiskey soda. You know, keep it keep it nice and uh and not too alcoholic uh double double the soda there grant l connor savage christopher j Pebblepot. how do you get a DD player to go out with you you ask them for a d8 a date get it salil leviathan biocourt seven amber dextrous foster's feathery fay finish now try to say that 10 times fast i will not pixel stars akash t Kristen with a k Cal just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, Zero, Parody, Neos the Novice Monster Hunter, my new friend Simon, he was sad, an old friend had forgotten him, but we cheered ourselves up by singing One Big Bed Together, Lorelai Frost, Morgan M, Appealing Sticker, oh my goodness, I hate to see it, Stephen E, Meg the Mail Carrier of Bahumia, James F, Jimmy A, Cap'n Cappy, M4L, Wayfarer currently in a trademark dispute with Mothership over the patent on the SS Storm Bjorn. Andrew B. Copefresh, Barpo, Good Barrel, Barbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep. Welsh Lander, Garrett G., One Big Curd, Eric M., Mr. D., Sean J., Mr. Sillyhead, Ethan B., Monster Captain Renee S., Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope. Olivia, the enchanting bard who will totally be making money off the duck team tales with an on-the-go, all the stops show. Blue Slade, the artificer. Michaela R. Riley S. Sir Sig 93. Fico, Angry Wheat. Tony G. Corbo's Calamitous Cum Shot. Hashtag CCC forever. Sorry, Jake, it's totally fine. Josh H., Jack the Jacks, Jinxing Rogue in Search of Bohemia's Biggest Balls, Mango Empanadas, Corey B. Rented Mules, Mystical Mustelioada, Trogdor the Burninator, Clementine T., Ezra of the Crick, Caleb L.S., Obi Kwan, Simone Bird Life M., and of course, Pixie. Thank you all. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>